Yeah, I will send it to you. It'll get to you by Wednesday. Mind you, the wedding is on Saturday. Okay. So Wednesday, I get the new pair of pants. They sent me the exact same pair. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm freaking out. I put on four pairs of shorts underneath just to see if it would stay up. And it kind of stayed, but it was still like sort of falling when I was walking. You were going to wear four pairs of shorts? Well, what the fuck was I supposed to do? The wedding was in four days. Get a belt? (laughs) No, it's a tuxedo. There's no like belt loop or anything like that. That's true. Four pairs of shorts. So I was People would have like maybe I get like suspenders or something. I don't know. So I called him back and I told him I was. You guys sent me the same pair of pants. I just told you you messed it up. And so they they told me we'll get it to you by Friday. Okay, so Friday's the rehearsal dinner. So <laughs> yeah, I w- <laughs> I was at a loss of words. Hoping that it would get there before I had to leave for the rehearsal dinner, which I had to leave by about three o'clock. Three o'clock comes around, pants still aren't here. Okay. Go to a rehearsal dinner. I had my parents watching because I had it shipped to um, Oklahoma. I was staying there for the night, and about six thirty, at the rehearsal dinner, people are giving speeches. My phone starts buzzing. I'm like, God damn it. Oof. My parents are totally at this fucking thing outside, and I can't be that asshole who gets up and walks out. <laughs> you just have to so, go under the table. No, for about 30 minutes, I had to sit there while my phone was constantly buzzing. Uh. I come out, I get the box, I'm like, these pants better motherfucking fit, or I'm going to lose my fucking shit. So, um, after the rehearsal, I go up to the hotel room, I try them on. They fit, sort of. They were a little loose, but it was a lot better than the four inches that, you know, around my waist that didn't make sense. Better than four pairs of shorts. Yeah, better than four pairs of shorts. So Sometimes I do the same thing, but I put four, um, like, balled-up socks in just the front of my underwear, (laughs) and it looks like I'm huge. I don't want to see your penis. Looks like you're wearing a cup. It looks like I got... A lizard in my pants, if you know what I mean. And my lizard's gone. It changes colors. What? (laughs) I said a chameleon changes colors. I wish I had that power. (laughs) Which, I don't... Damn chameleons. Yeah. Don't want to go completely sidetracked here, but how is there a thing that can change its color to blend in with stuff and we can't figure that out for, like, clothes. I know. Freaking rabbits are so stupid, dude. I walk down the street all the time, and I see one. And I try and, like, blend in with the bush. I'm like, bitch, I see you. <laughs> you're no chameleon, <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you're great. The bush is green. <laughs> rabbits are cute, though. A you like them? I I would I would like to pet a rabbit. We had a rabbit once uh, as a family pet, and then my mom just decided, done with the rabbit, let it go in the garden. Oh no! <laughs> you know, I used to date a girl who had a rabbit, but it was like a different breed, so it was really big. Like oh. it was the size of like just over the size of comparably a small sized dog. Like it was really big. Oh my god! It, it, I, I'm not kidding, and. This thing, when it woke up in the morning, was just like a dog. It was so excited. Aww. It would, like, run around the room, like, hop on the bed, 
Like it hopped on my head multiple times and woke me up. <laughs> I think that would be a cool rabbit. That's that's way better than the one we had. Ours would just like it, it's a lot. Co- yeah, it's definitely cooler than the rabbits out in like the wild and stuff like that. Yeah, we but, gotta get uh, more of those. Get some yeah. get some breeding. Set some of those things loose in the wild. It was just always like hungry and always chewing at things. I remember one time I had my phone charger plugged into the wall. And it just started chewing on my phone charger. And so I freaked out. I was like, hey, 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 stop, 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 stop. And um, the person I was dating thought I was yelling at their pet. And I was like, well, I didn't want it to get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. It's going to die. <laughs> like, I, wasn't, I wasn't yelling at it. I was trying to get it to stop. So anyway. Yeah. Also, yeah, I was yelling at the freaking rabbit. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I have another wedding coming up. You're, you're going double. We about, this is my third this summer. I've, I've had I've had zero, and I'm blessed. I'm blessed up. I've been in three wedding parties, and oh. I'm about to go broke. God, yeah, it's horrible. So you got the bachelor party, you got the hotel, you got the tuxedo, the plate, um, the gift. I mean, it, it. You're happy to be a part of it. But at the same time, it can totally be stressful on your pockets. Um, money truck, but for this wedding, I talked about the bachelor party in Michigan the last time I was on the pod. Yeah. Um, some people from Canada, hey, can't make it down. So I'm actually walking with two bridesmaids. hey <laughs> It's one of those like um, things like you kind of brag about. Because of the implication. But at the same time, like it didn't happen on <laughs> It means nothing to like. <laughs> so when um when I was a kid, we used to go to a roller rink for a field trip, and the big thing, I'm talking like K through sixth grade. So the big thing was you if like you couple skated with a girl, like you held their hand and you rolled around the rink with her. That oh, was yeah. like you guys were like you know basically together at that yeah, point. Yeah, you're, you're dating. It's a girl taking a a full stick of butter and shoving it down her throat. So I uh, was in sixth grade. I was skating with a fifth grader. Uh, we were on the same like local swim team, and just ended up happening that way. But Sparks her best flying. friend was like one of those overprotected best friends. So she got on the other side of me. So sixth grade me had two girls like rolling around this roller rink again, not on purpose. I didn't do it on you're, purpose. You're, all my friends were all my friends were like big pimping. <laughs> So that's like kind of me with this wedding, even though they're both like friends and it doesn't mean anything. But I like how you still like, remember yeah. that. I remember like oh, maybe two events from fifth grade, like my entire fifth grade year. And <laughs> you've got that one like in your memory. <laughs> like, goddamn yeah. right. I rollerbladed yeah, with two girls. It's crazy. I have horrible short term memory, but I have like amazing long term memory. Like, I can tell you. About a time when I was two years old at Disney World, but I can't really? tell you what I had for breakfast. Like it, it's, it's weird. I I usually don't eat breakfast, so I don't have that issue. Yeah, that was another thing I was going to talk about is appetite. Um, so I don't usually talk about personal things on this, but I had like a series of health issues from about end of March through June. And one of the side effects was I couldn't eat. Like, I would literally force myself to eat. And a lot of times I would be chewing my food and trying to put it down. And I just, I would spit it out. Like, I just, 
I wasn't hungry. It was part of like the side effect of what I was going through. And so after the doctors figured out all their bullshit, <laughs> they got um, <laughs> they got me on some medicine that like helped increase my appetite. Was it just called so, weed? No, <laughs> I, I tried that too. That didn't work either. Um, but where was I getting at this? Oh, so I actually lost 20 pounds over this period of three months. It's just because I, I was not hungry. I had no appetite. And finally, I'm, I got 15 of the 20 back. So I'm almost at 100% now. Um, but they got me on this medicine that makes my appetite sort of kick in. And dude... I feel like I'm going to turn into the fattest chubber on the pot. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> like, at this wedding we were just at, um, in the morning I had three breakfast omelets. Um, they, they had me in charge of, like, the coolers and the lunches on the trolley we were on. And uh, <laughs> I didn't tell anybody, but everybody was supposed to get one sandwich. I actually ate two. Oh, no. Yeah. Dinner, the dinner I had that good, soup, good. That's salad, main course, cake. One of uh, the groomsmen walked away to go to the bathroom. I ate his piece of cake. <laughs> Today I had a Big Mac, a double quarter pounder with fries, a Coke. So you... <laughs> uh, so I am just always hungry all of a sudden. That's impressive. You went to McDonald's and got two sandwiches. Well, I didn't go to McDonald's. I was a lazy piece of shit. I got Uber Eats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you could use it to your game. Because if you're going to be eating all those calories, you could just start pumping iron really hard. Well, that's the other thing I started doing is, like, I wasn't working out during that time. And I started lifting again. And, you know, that first time you go to the gym after not working out for a while is always just like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. People are looking at me. I'm yeah. lifting weight. I used to do when I was, you know, a lot younger. So that was hard, but, you know, I think your body has, like, a natural, like, walk-around sort of style where, like, my strength has, like, gone up, like, a lot more than it would if I was working out consistently. Just got to keep chasing the pump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you're getting back to, like, your natural self. Or, yeah. Well, you could do just, what I did. I, I just joined a gym last week. But guess what? Oh, just last week? <laughs> yeah, okay. just last week. Guess what? I joined Planet, Planet Fitness. Oh, so, shit. I, you know, I had a Planet Fitness thing back um, uh, going about three years ago. You know, it's... No it's one can judge me, Pat. Gym, but you, you can get a good workout there. You can get it. So what I like about it is 10 bucks a month. That's why I got it. Um, but I was like, this is going to be so lame. Like, it's stupid Planet Fitness. But I go in there and nobody's using any of the benches. Uh, nobody's using the cable machines and I'm like, okay, perfect. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's on a treadmill. Everyone's on a treadmill or one of the like weird machines, like the hip, the hip, hip machines. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm like the third most jacked up dude in planet fitness. I felt great. Yeah. I was like, you guys can judge me all you want. My one issue uh, I start, you know, I go in there, I go hard, all right? I'm pumping, but I'm not allowed to grunt. No, they have, like, a siren. Yeah, so, I I mean, naturally, like, I start I start going, I'm benching, dumbbells. You're going to hear a little, little squiggle out of me. You're going to hear a little squeal. <laughs> and I, yeah, just, ugh. 
And I might get lunked. <laughs> I'm going to get lunked out. Uh, I, I, you know, the funny part is, is they say that grunting actually helps. Yeah, I mean, you're probably, like, releasing air or something. Like, well, that is like an adrenaline booster. Yeah, if those Olympic dudes are grunting, I should be able to grunt at Planet Fitness when I put up, like, a 80-pound 80, 80 dumbbell bench, bro. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all tits, dude. I got massive, massive boobs. Best part about my dumbbell body. Dumbbell peck fly 80-pound dumbbells. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Inclined. <laughs> Good. I, I yeah. I do decline, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to show off at college. Uh, I'd always like get like the really heavy dumbbells, do like decline to make it look like I was like putting up really heavy weight. But <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows declines, you know. What's up, ladies? <laughs> Easy. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. But yeah. Um, I gotta tell you, I. Took a long time off the boozing for a while, and now I've had all these weddings and bachelor parties, and dude, it just hits more as you get older. I So, I mean, I drink fairly often. Well, like, I do too, but what I mean is, like, I don't usually, like, go hard. Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. I've learned, like, moderation, and I try to do it mostly, like, socially. Sometimes I'll do it, like, on a night at home. I'll have, like, a glass of whiskey or something. But, like, when we're talking about these weddings, I mean, we were talking about, like, I want oh. to put on my tuxedo at 8.30 and people are drinking Trulies and Miller Lights around me. <laughs> You're like, let's do this. Yeah, let's do this for, you know, another 16 hours. Awesome. Yeah. those The weddings get you. I have no idea, actually, how I've made it through, like, my friend's weddings. I just am drinking so much. I should not be alive. Like, my blood alcohol content is probably, like, the doctors wouldn't believe it. But yeah. I think uh, that's because, like, during the week I'll have, like, maybe two or three beers. A, not every night, but, like, two or three beers most nights. Often. Just yeah, chilling. Often. And I think that that's slowly fun. builds my tolerance. So when I end up going ham, like, last weekend I think, oh, I had a... Uh, I went to a bar and had a lot of whiskey sours. Those are good. I have not had one of those in a long time. It's just so good. And yes. you can just put them, put them down. <laughs> put down a bunch of whiskey sours. Uh, and then I think I drank almost... I drank a, a lot of wine. Maybe a whole bottle. And I woke up feeling oh, decent. You know? I, I should have been dead. Oh... The other thing is, have you ever tried these liquid IV things? No. Why have I heard about Okay, so, so it's like, um, oh, how do I explain this? It's like, uh, like a strip, fuck. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's basically like getting like this thing of powder, you put it in water, it kind of tastes like kind of crappy, but you shake it up and it's supposed to like really hydrate you. Oh, so it's like a crystal light, but hydration. Okay, exactly. It's like crystal light, but it's like Pedialyte. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So I've been doing that before I start, uh, about halfway through, and then I do it before bed when I've been doing these like bachelor parties, weddings. (laughs) Dude, it's. I'd probably be in my bed until like nine o'clock at night if I hadn't been doing that. It helps? 
just it helps big time. I don't know how you can plan you. that. What? I don't know how you manage to plan that. Well, it's easy. You just buy the packets, and then you have one in the morning when you wake up. You bring one in your pocket. You have one when the day's halfway through, and then before you go to bed, you just pour it in water. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I would get too drunk and mix it with a shot of vodka or something. That's the thing. I don't black out anymore. I get really drunk, but I can't tell you the last time I blacked out. I don't black right? out, but I get to the point where I'm acting like I'm blacked out. <laughs> like, I remember I say, my I, I remember my same. I get to the point where I'm acting, like, very stupid, and that's when I know, like, okay, time to go to bed. <laughs> that's when I'm having fun. <laughs> We no. <laughs> oh god, I've had like a whole bottle of wine. Anything else going on with you? You want to talk about? Um. Oh god, I just pulled a Jared. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna grab another beer real quick, actually. Okay, so I'll be right back. For everybody on the show, you know, I don't hate Jared. Jared's one of my better friends in life. I just—he's a different person on this podcast. I don't know. He tries to be funny. It's not funny to me. Okay. I'd rather him just be himself, but he has these dry-ass jokes about me all the time. Like, oh, well, Pat will give you an update about the fucking Olympics, blah, 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 blah. You know what? It's like, why don't you just say what you truly mean, be yourself? I would appreciate that. I probably wouldn't lose my shit as much. That's what I have to say. Um, I'll do a quick plug while Paul's getting another beer. Uh, there is this company called Ali. You could buy, this is a free plug, by the way. You could buy their stuff over the counter at Walgreens, CVS. Um, I've always had trouble with sleep. They had this sleep gummy thing that I've been taking. It's really helped me a lot. Um, it doesn't always knock me out, but it definitely makes me drowsy. Tastes good. It's like a grape flavored gummy. Um, you take it, it's just got like melatonin and stuff. And then, uh, they got a stress reliever one that I take. Um, if I'm ever in a stressful situation, like I'm giving a reading at a wedding coming up. So yeah, Paul, you got your beer? I'm back, baby. Sweet. Um, oh yeah. You know what? You want to hear a spooky cave story? Sure. Okay. (laughs) This happened to me yesterday. I was, uh, on my bike. First bike ride actually all year for me. Oh. It's crazy. Uh, so I, I'm riding down the river, um, and I see a sign. I'm, I'm deep in the woods. All right, I'm going to set the stage. <clears throat> I'm deep in, <clears throat> deep in the woods. Deep in the woods, bro. Is my voice going deeper? Deep, a little bit. Deep in the woods. Trees. Wind-blown leaves. Not a soul inside. Except for the devil. Um... Anyway, I see a sign that says cave, right? Okay. So I'm like, oh my god, a cave. I gotta go check the cave out. So I go down, and the cave's like on the bank of the Fox River. And I read this plaque. And the plaque said that a young Native American uh, stole a horse, got kicked out of his tribe, ended up hiding in this cave. um, And inside the cave, there was like bioluminescent like so glowing mushrooms and he would rub the mushrooms on himself to make it look like he was like a you know evil spirit um to scare like his tribes people i guess for some reason uh (laughs) so they call it the cave of spirits because they thought a spirit lived in there um 
anyway, I'm like, oh, cool. So I go in the cave, right? It's dark. Not a, <clears throat> not a man inside. Not a, not a wind in the cave. I'm, so I go in the cave. I'm like, this is a cool cave. I turn around and I'm trying to take a picture of the exit. I will post this. I haven't looked at it for ghost evidence. But as I'm taking the picture, I heard like in my ears like a dog panting. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Just describe to us what the sound was like. I'll try and do it in the mic. That's a big dog. I, exactly. It was a big dog. It was like a deep dog. And I was just like, like Beethoven. At first, I'm like my obviously first thought is like demon ghost. Second thought was, oh, there's probably a dog like rational. I'm like, calm down. There's probably a dog above you. And then like I'm like, look up and I'm in the cave and then I'm like, oh my god, I got to get out. <laughs> so I just like run out of this cave. <laughs> You're so creepy, man. Actually, uh, did you, so you were splunking, as it's called? Yeah, I was deep spelunking. I was about four feet deep in the cave. Yeah, I used to go cave spelunking myself when I was younger. Really? Yeah, uh, that's where I got my fear of bats. Oh, that's a good place to get it. I, I love bats. They would fly around our uh, house. Ew, and why? Eat, they would eat bugs. They would, like, swoop they're, down and eat bugs, like, right in front of you. They, they're just... They're ugly. They spread diseases. They're cutie pies. I mean, Bruce fucking Wayne is scared of bats. Not but anymore. Not he conquered that fear. I'm not Bruce Wayne. He conquered his fear, pet, just as you will. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I, uh, I think I told this on the pod one time, but I'll repeat it. Um, my neighbor, when I lived in Pilsen, had a bat. I know you had a bat in your place, but my neighbor got a bat in his place. And I overheard him telling his family about that. And when I went to work the next day, I had a coworker from Indiana, and I was like, uh, my neighbor's got a bat in his place. I'm kind of scared that would happen. He goes, yeah, you know, that's pretty standard. You just get a, you know, an oven mitt, and you go grab it, and you release it out the window. I'm like, I'm not fucking grabbing that. <laughs> You mean a baseball bat? Yeah, I'll get a baseball bat. Yeah, how about that? How about I fucking hit it 400 feet deep to straight center? That sounds good. It That's one way to deal with the bat. I'll tell you what. I think a tennis racket would be better for bat whacking, but that's just me. Yeah, you might not kill it, but at the same time, you might hurt it, and then it's on the ground, and you have to pick it up. You'll do enough damage to where... Um, I, I don't know. You get some type this is of... Funny. This is reminding me of the first time I had a mouse in the house. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I just moved out, and I was in my place maybe a month, and I heard this thing, like, thumping underneath one of my dressers, and out ran a mouse. Dude, I picked <laughs> up a broom. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there, and for one minute, I'm going to squirm... Squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let him out to eat the cheese, I'm gone. thousand bucks in my pocket. I was ready to Patrick Kane that thing outside the fucking door the second I had it. I was walking around with the broom the whole night. <laughs> oh. I had no idea where it went. It turned out I had a hole in my kitchen sink and those fuckers were just running in and out. Pat, you'll love this. Two weeks ago, I killed a mouse. Ew. Yeah, it was, uh, we were at my friend's house. He was having, like, a baby party. 
If I could put 10 mice in my pants at once for $1,000, I would. A mouse, like, ran out of his garage or was running through, and everyone's like, oh, a mouse. And instinct sprang into action, and I got the mouse. With my shoe, I smushed it. Ew. Yeah. Was it blood? It was a little. That's disgusting, dude. So I think the mouse was already weakened by poison. I've caught a I've caught a full speed mouse like that before too. <laughs> Dude, I don't mean to sound like a total bitch, but <laughs> there was a time recently in the past couple months, my buddy came out to Bridgeport where I live to hang out with me. We went to a bar and we were walking to his car, which was like two blocks away. This fucking rat just runs out like from underneath the car, like right in front of us. And I'm like, God, I fucking hate those things. And so <laughs> I'm getting in the passenger side seat. And a rat, another one, or the same one, I don't even know, runs up to this garbage can on the same side. And we're talking, there's like a three-foot distance between me getting in the car and this garbage can that has this rat in it. Okay. (laughs) I go around to open the door, sort of jogging, like just trying to get over with my buddy locks the door. I'm like, come on. I just I, I find them so gross. That's all. Yeah, the Chicago. I saw a Chicago rat this weekend. They're big. They're dude. They're fucking big, and they're That's everywhere. So I, I mean, I see them like I wouldn't say daily, but definitely a couple times a week, just walking down the street. It's imp- it's actually impressive how big those things get. Yeah, and they always come out of nowhere too. It's always like from underneath a car. Or my big mistake is. There's two problems with this. I always walk down alleys. Alleys are where crime happens, yeah. and alleys are where rats are. Yep. But the matter of fact is, I just don't like conversing with people. So I go down alleys because typically nobody's down there. I don't do it at night, but like during the day, that's where I usually walk. The day yeah. alleys are safer. I mean, I live in a nice neighborhood. I'm not too worried about it, but it's not the best practice. <laughs> yeah. You're going you're gonna to get jumped by a gang of rats one day. Oh, God. That's like <laughs> one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> this guy in New York City fell into, um, I forget what it was. I don't think we talked about this in the pod, but um, he accidentally walked into a sinkhole in like downtown Manhattan, fell like 10 feet deep, and it, I guess he was like in, entrenched in rats for like, <laughs> two hours until people could come like help him. Like, oh, I don't even know what I would do. I probably ask God to just take me right there. <laughs> and somebody's like, do you need help? You're like, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody kill me, please. Yeah. yeah, I would, I mean, I would just start stomping. I would go out of there. Dude, they're like on your face, on your arm. Oh, yeah, I would be absolutely just, just smashing. There's no way for you to get out of there. You can't climb out you can't do anything oh i'm not i'm climbing out on a pile of rat corpses that's what i'm doing paul's just throwing hands i would i would yeah i'd be punching dude i'd be punching (laughs) kicking just just stomping like an ape just smashing piles of rats just just like that tv you'd just be smashing like virtual reality left and right i maybe i would close my eyes and pretend i was in like a fun pillow fight at a (laughs) sorority girl house or something That's my daughter's. You take that off. <laughs> yeah, that, would, that might break idea. me. That might mentally break me. <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't do that. There's no way. I'm too much of a germaphobe. Yeah, that would be gross. I would need a, a shot of penicillin. 
coming out of that rat hole. I would want to take a bath and like um, hand sanitizer. Oh god, that would probably burn my dick. But yeah, it's worth it. I just want to be pure. We gotta save enough time for the kill boss of Jared, so that's all good. We got the we got the Puerto Rico trip review probably coming up, so. Yeah, so I went on a trip out of town. Um, I got this really cheap airfare because I bargained for it. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear then all about it. Then some guy spit on my car again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no, this works for me. I, I'm glad we were able to get this in. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Double double pod weekend. Um, I'm not even going to give a segue. Should I give a segue? Uh, you and Jared can do it. That's fine. Segway. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'll figure Whatever. Segway. 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 All right. We are back with me and Steed. Uh, Steed, I recorded the first half of the show with Pat. And that was bullshit. Which the people already know, Jay. Yeah, everybody knows that, but now they don't. Okay. It was. No, good point, good point. It was bullshit, but it's not because you'll notice a steep decline in my audio quality once you got on the call, Jared. That's a good point. You did sound much better yeah, before I decided That's not to on do. me. It's <laughs> actually a good point. That's a good point. Um, I, Steve, there's one story I wanted to talk about with my... Because uh, you talked a lot with, with Pat, so I just want to tell one story from my Puerto Rico trip. I'll talk a little some other crazy stories next time, but there was a story with my rental car. Um, oh gosh! So, rental cars are uh, really expensive right now. I don't know if you've heard about yeah. this because because basically a lot of the fleet shortage. Oh yeah, yes, there's a shortage because there's a lot of there's a high resale right now on rental cars, uh, on used cars in the last couple of years. So a lot of places are selling them back sometimes for more than they bought them for. Um, <clears throat> so d- uh, supply is low, demand is what it's always been, and so. I've heard of stories in Hawaii where they're like people renting U-Hauls and driving that around instead of rental cars because there's no rental cars. So anyway, I got one through Expedia. Expedia is a company that people have heard of. You know, it finds a bunch of different spots unless you just, you know, you book it through them and then they, you know, they handle all the in-betweens and give you the different options. I booked it through Expedia. I'm in Puerto Rico. I was doing a two-day car rental and this is, I was... It literally like the one that made the most sense was three hundred and seventy dollars, which is kind of insane for only two days of a car rental. Um, yeah, that's high. But there was a bunch of stuff we wanted to do, and it really there was no other way to do it without renting a car. So yeah, we go to this place called Priceless, uh, <laughs> Priceless Car Rental in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and it was right next to the Allies and the and the you know. Uh, Enterprise and all those things. It's right next to it. But, uh, you know, anyway, I went with that through Expedia. We show up. There's a long line. And then, so I get up to the front. It's a little confusing. I'm trying to get out of there kind of quick because I had this reservation at the rainforest at three o'clock. And you basically had to get in before three o'clock. It was two. I'd gotten there a little before two. My reservation to pick up the car was at two. It was like 25, 30 minutes away from where I was at. So I all I needed was to pick up a car within 30 minutes of arriving, right? Or actually like yeah. 40 minutes, really, because I uh, I got there early. So I show up, 
it, there's a long, longish line. I'm just kind of like signing. This guy is just like, how about this? How about this? The only additional thing I added on is I said, I want them to pay for the tolls because I didn't know what the toll situation was going to be. So I'm like, you know, whatever you guys deal with the tolls. I'm not going to stop because they had the kind of a iPass type thing. So yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> so I get through this line. Then they kind of have everybody after you're under the line, you sit on the outside and you wait for them to call your name. And this is like, it's very hot out at this point. And so you're sitting out this outside part. I was waiting there for 15 minutes, probably. I get called. At this point, I have about another 15 minutes. So I've been there like 30 minutes at this point. I have about another 15 minutes before I have to leave and I can make it still in time. And so I'm like, all right, that's going to be too crazy to do 15 minutes. I'm in the part where the cars are coming and leaving. And yeah. as I'm sitting there for the 15 minutes, I've noticed nobody has gotten their car. Okay. And and now this now this group of people that are waiting for cars has grown and grown. And then the 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, all right, well, basically I have to get it now. It doesn't come. Another 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, what is going on? And at this point, I've been there for an hour. And like one person has gotten their car. And then I talked to the guy next to me. I'm like, how long have you been here? He's like, I've been here since one. So this guy had already been there like two and a half hours. Oh. There was like one or two people working back there. Uh, and they keep saying they have to like clean the cars. And that's why they're not coming. Like, oh, just give us a second. <laughs> we got to clean the car. And then you try to go complain to the person that's working at the desk. They keep leaving to take breaks. Like they're in there like they'll pop in, deal with like one person, then just leave. So there's literally nobody you can complain to because they'll be like way back. <laughs> they're like way back side of the parking lot. Just I have no idea what they're doing. You can't even see anybody. There is a keep in mind, there is a huge parking lot of cars there. There is no shortage of cars. There is I'm not exaggerating probably 100 cars in this parking lot. Yet I cannot get my, you know, Hyundai Ascent that I was renting. Right. That's and a nice car. It's a very nice car. It's a very nice car. <laughs> Only the top of the line for me. And yeah. so <laughs> I arrived at 150 to to get my car that was supposed to get it at two. I ended up getting out of there like 355. Oh my God. So I was there over two hours to pick up this car. Somebody that had gone there uh, like 15 minutes before me had been there another hour on top of that. So I could have been worse. So I'm like, this is insane. On top of that, I noticed that they have charged me. I was supposed to pay the 370. All of a sudden, I noticed they charged my card 450. And I'm like, well, yeah, for convenience. Yeah, con the convenience fee, right? And it's it was like, okay, I did toll, so maybe let's add 10 or 15 dollars. And now it's at instead of four 370, 450. Then I drop off the car. I'm like, and I knew when I got back, I'm just like, I'm not even going to wait for them to deal with it. I'm literally just going to be like, here's the keys. Here's this. I'm not, I, I'm going to take a video of my car so you don't think I broke anything. And then I'm just leaving. Yeah. And <laughs> so what I do is I literally just go up there, give them the keys and the paper. And I'm like, I'm leaving this here. Goodbye. And he said, leave the, that's fine. Leave the keys in center council. So the drop off was fast because I just didn't want to deal with it. Then yesterday, I get a email from them that has the invoice. Yeah. What do you think they sent me? What do you think they're totally charging me? Five seventy-five. Uh, seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! I'm not. I'm literally not exaggerating. I literally have this thing here, and it went from, and it's. I, I don't even understand it at all. It went from somehow three seventy to seven fifty. Uh, I'll pull it up right here. The total is. Oh, I'm sorry. 
76330. Oh, yeah, that's better. Yeah. That's reasonable. So they, they charged me for one car rental that goes and leaves an hour later, <laughs> and then the, the odometer doesn't change. That was two hundred fifty dollars, and then yeah, this, yes. then the four fifty basically on top of my deposit that I put down for Expedia, and then like an extra random like seventy dollar charge. <laughs> wow! So now I have to go through the process with Chase Bank and be like, "Hey, these guys, this is a total scam. This is fraud. I'm not paying any of this." And then yeah, I'm, I would, I would say literally zero dollars. Yes, and now I'm going to go back to Expedia and be like, "Are you guys joking with this?" Uh, you know, priceless car <laughs> rental. So I'm gonna. That's insane. I I'm not somebody to complain unless I feel like I'm getting ripped off, like I did at that uh, upcharge in Las Vegas. I'm at the club, okay, popping bottles. That's what Vegas is all about. Not going to hash a go go, arguing about a five dollar spicy upcharge. If if I feel like I'm getting ripped off, I'm gonna go insane on them until they correct it because it's gonna be wild. But. That's that's my uh, that was my nightmare story from Puerto Rico. So I wanted to share that yeah. first. That that sounds horrible. Yes. At least you were in Puerto Rico doing it. That's well, yeah. Except for that's the worst part is when you're waiting for the car, you're sitting out in like the ninety degree humidity uh, with no air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, but you could have been like stuck in Detroit. That's true, but Detroit, <laughs> Detroit this time of year would have been nicer than Puerto Rico was sitting outside with no AC. It's yeah, still, it's still, it. Well, the, the worst part is I you make switch around the plans. I basically had to not do something the day I was planning on doing it because of this huge delay in time. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, it ruined you know, and, and I was they charge you. Yeah. Twice the amount. And they yeah, twice the amount, and I spent yeah two hours of my day just sitting staring at like a parking lot next to the airport. So. Sounds nice. Sounds really nice. Okay, I'll wrap it up there. Uh, Steed's got to get back to business. He's uh, he's business all the time. All the time. Business all day, all night. Yes. Uh, so check out Steed Swallows on Instagram, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. Uh, the show has ended. Be gone. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.